You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Before we, um, so we've got uh, Richard Wollstonecroft. Uh, Thank Muff, you, sir. Muff man. We've got Ivan. Uh, Tony Sheehan, uh, who, if he hasn't been belted around the ears by uh, the general public, said he'd come back in, but he's not here yet. And uh, Sue Stanley, OAM, is just on another mission at the minute, and uh, maybe they'll all turn up. Jeez, there's a few missions going on. There was, wasn't there a big mission just... A month ago or two two months ago with a person that used to sit in this seat here. Yes, uh, yeah, Don, of course. Now, uh, before we get on to, uh, just before we ask you to prepare yourself for this sickening round, a bit sickening round of pandering and nonsense that's going to go on on Australia Day, <laughs> it, would there be a chance that someone could take this country back and act, run it properly? Uh, not to the detriment of any people who were here first or any people who were here last, could we embrace the country we live in and someone in authority take the country back and say this... Uh, well, you wait till we canvas this. The bullshit and the pariahs that, that run down this country for political, for wokeism, for their own particular... Most of them are as white as the driven snow and wouldn't be here and wouldn't live in this country and wouldn't have the jobs they have if they hadn't embraced what happened when uh, settlement came here, if we could all... And the more you talk about colour, the more you prop up their political agenda, which is division, because there's money in it for them. But before we start on that... Um, I thought, uh, I don't know what's happened to the doc, Ben Fordham. I reckon the he's given us I, the flick. Oh, <laughs> that, that's either bigger, I don't think he has. Bigger fish to fry. He but does. But we've got the phone on just on the off chance he rings in. Come on, Dr. Doc. Dr. Ben Fordham, <laughs> MD. Um, well, I think it's his his second week back at work. He's been and on holiday. Point, and that. your point? Well, you've got to slide into these things. Maybe there's big uh, issues the around the Christmas slide, party the, or the, something last year. You or, imbecile, you know. Ivan. Uh, the doc can slide into anything at the drop of a, drop of a hat. Uh, so, and the only reason I bring him up is that he says, don't give out uh, shout-outs and all that. But I, I, we, we, we started giving comments out about people who listen to this. And you wouldn't believe how many there are, and only ninety-eight percent of them are absolutely complimentary. Uh, so we. But it's the two percent that you're going to read out, <laughs> isn't well, it? Well, it's not the two. I'm, I don't want to encourage people to think, <laughs> oh, they'll get a mention right. if they give us a slagging. Yeah, but yeah, um, that's what's going to happen. But uh, <laughs> but but we'll no, but we won't. Um, so th- I'll just to start with um, mm-hmm. Ben Ben oh, Doctor Ben. No, no Ben Learn Ben Lyon Ben Lurney. This is about Tony didn't fit in well. Ooh. This is Tony Sheehan. Dick, Ivan and Suzanne, OAM, are perfect. Now, there you, <laughs> there you go. Right. Pay that man $50, yeah. Sam. Right. Oh, well, that's, that's <laughs> all right. That's Greg Cornell said, you've had three Sheehans on. We did. We had uh, Mick and we've just had Tony. And he said, and um, don't forget Lizzie. Lizzie was a, one of... Mixed daughters who came on here, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she was about as uh, she disagreed with every single thing that I stand for or said. So, uh, uh, so she came on. And Lizzie Sheehan. Yeah, uh, so she was. So, so that was all right. Don't forget Lizzie. Well, we haven't forgotten Lizzie. Uh, Greg, Brad said, "Have I had a spray tan?" Uh, now, seriously, but Brad. Um, uh, well, well, yeah, we. What? Because I've got got a, he got could a brown be face. Uh, could he? Yes. Yeah, you reckon I've had a spray tan, do you, Ivan? No, I don't think. Not this time. That's right. I drive around in a, an old convertible <laughs> car and I go out a bit of boating when it's hot and it's been yeah. some of the days have been hot. I haven't had a spray tan. 
And um, you're an outdoors band. That's, that's all. Uh, you can get into trouble for having a spray tan. You can. Get, oh you yeah. Know, you can end up making yourself brown. It depends you're, how. When yeah. you're not brown, God Almighty, yeah. that's that's can't blacken up too much. Oh no. Stan God. Grant seems to have embraced yeah, that. St- Stan Warrandidgee, Stan Grant. He's oh, Warrandidgee. Now, he's now he's just um, used that as part of his name. Never did when uh, he was on um, mainstream media. But uh, that's good. Well done, uh, Richard Triple uh, Seven said Greg Greg Madigan. Uh, do you remember yes, him? Yes, he uh, was good. He, uh, well, yep, he, uh, he said... Marcelin boy. He said Greg was great. Yeah. And then... Um, then slagged off about everyone else. The statistic dancer. That's his, this is another man, a stat, static, oh, static dancer, <laughs> said, how in the... And he said, fuck. He said, how in the fuck can you say weight is not an important statistic? Remember we said... Remember, remember. we said that the weights have now yep. not been indicated because yeah, we said the women don't want their weights published, so that filters down through the whole competition mm-hmm. and no men or women or anyone in between has their weights published because it might be fat shaming, I don't know what it is, but the weights are not now indicated and Greg said he thought that was fair enough. Now, I know he didn't think that was fair enough. No, I shouldn't say that. No, don't put words into his mouth. No, I don't. Uh, how wouldn't wait? But that was a topic of conversation during the week. Uh, people said to me, their kids want to aspire to be someone like um, Stephen Johnson from Geelong or something like that, mm-hmm. they want to say, wow, what weight is he? How can I be like him? How I can't do anything about the height. I think a lot of sports fans love stats, and it's just one of those things, yeah. you know, that oh. you, if you're into that, you uh, you uh, want to find out about the uh, the horse flesh, Mate, so to speak. it is complete and utter nonsense. It's, yeah. And that's people... We, this is, this is, could someone eventually, in all departments of... Uh, commerce and the industry and the country could someone take the country back and say enough of this bullshit i mean seriously what about a simple-minded do you think the public are that you 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 can you can correlate mentioning someone's weight with Mm -hmm. the fact that they're oh they're obese and they're overweight and gee we're fat shaming them seriously who who do you think you're speaking to Mm. we are not insects Mm. Uh, so, um, what about a common sense party? You know, uh, we haven't had one of them in a while, have we? Uh, and because if you notice the way the Liberal Party has gone along with a lot of this woke rubbish, it's like they feel they need to pander to the climate change nonsense. They feel they need to pander to the welcome to country to this, that, and the other. Anthony uh, McGovern or someone, Anthony McGovern, or McGovern. He said, thanks for clearing up about why Don is not here. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, we how, how many people do, how many times do you have to say it? Don uh, was here, was a great part of this, but he was uh, deliberately antagonistic, so much so <laughs> that he knew eventually I'd say, tell him to fuck off, because that's probably what he wanted in the first place, because he had to travel up from a long way away and he never prepared anything. But he liked it, he liked people saying he listened to the podcast, but uh, as I said... The doc said. The doc. The doc said a long time ago to me. Don's playing you on a break. He's not as silly as you think he is, and I'm starting to agree with that. He worked it beautifully, so that I would eventually tell him to go, and he'd say, "Right, I'm going," and he's gone. And he did. He just yeah, closed yes. his book. Very he, good man. Very. I like him a lot. Took so his ball and ball and bat and went home. Did he? Yeah, he very. Did. Good but at man. least we put that to rest. At least you said that. I think that was the clearest mm. time last week that you. Marcus Schubert. Reference Marcus. Ah, Schubert. Someone said, Tony interjects, Tony Sheehan interjects more than Don did. <laughs> well, that, 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 that's gone to a new high that. Um, yeah, where is Tony? Like, oh, it's not know. as if he's slept in. Uh, d- dash. Maybe d- he's <laughs> borrowed an Uber on the way down here. Borrowed. Dan, Dan LaRouter says, because I said, Router or Router? I said Dermot was going to come on, and he said, was Dermot muzzled? Was he? Was he, Sam? Dermot absolutely was muzzled by the little organisation he works for. Mm. And who is that? That little organisation that he works for, Fox Footy, they said, oh, no, because I think they were frightened Dermot might say something that people might embrace and be interested in rather <laughs> than the nonsense he's asked to speak is on that little uh, show. Uh, isn't Fox right-wing technically? You know, is, oh, it, Dermot's a very good operator, but is Dermot a bit loose at some well, times? No, no, is no, that no, what oh, the no, everyone's no, worried no, about? You've got to control to within an inch of your life about what you say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Um, <laughs> oh, I've got to get dirty. I, I was interviewed four times on Fox when Mick used to do uh, open mic, and mm-hmm. then suddenly I said something was controversial or something blew up on the podcast, and I was scheduled to go in there, and they yep. said, yep. Oh, no, you can't come in. I said, Oh, well, gee, thanks a lot. Uh, because <laughs> I was only, yeah, do, yeah, only doing them a favour. Doing them a favour. Um, uh, Michael, and uh, my, my, a bloke called Michael Dalton. Michael Dalton? Yeah, well, I presume that's his name. He said I wouldn't be game to reply to him uh, uh, because he made a... Der- uh, said, Mick, I don't know who you think you are, Mick, but I'm not, I'm very game to reply to you. Here's my reply. You are a cocksmack. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you are probably... Yeah. I don't know if that's your real name, but you are probably a result of what happens when cousins fuck. <laughs> I said, what, what do you mean I'm not game to reply to you? What is this? Uh, uh, thanks for listening, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, really, and I'm sure you'll be listening to that and think, "Oh, that's," yep. and you'll give us another touch-up, whatever that was. <laughs> ben Kramer, Muffman is an anti-Semite. Ah, oh, are so you anti-Semitic, oh. Muffman? No, I'm not, Sam. He thinks that you think uh, Hamas are funding the. I don't know what. Are you, what did you say about? I said something about um, that, you know, um, you know, Israel had uh, funded Hamas, which I think is actually true in the sense that when the Palestinian Liberation Organisation separated from Hamas or when Hamas was created, that I think uh, Israel wanted another person to deal with because they hated the PLO so much. Um, so it is actually true if you look into it. And I'm not the only person to, to bring that up. It's, uh, I've been on Tucker Carlson on a number of other shows. So, you know... Um, Who has? Um, that you issue. have? No, I haven't. Oh, no. But um, the Sorry. issue... Uh, that yep. that um, Israel has funded Hamas. I mean, obviously, you probably might need an expert in that area. We could get an expert on the Middle East to, to discuss that. Uh, obviously, yeah. it's a very complex situation, what's going on there, so um, we can't jump... So I watched guy from the kebab shop. I might ask him. You bring him down. Shop, yeah, yeah. yeah, the yeah, Muslim down, kebab shop guy will have an interesting... Well, we might speak to Ada Buttress, who's got the flick because uh, she sacked someone who... Yes. Well, they, the ABC sacked someone that was saying that um, Israel, Israel was uh, Israeli, the Israeli army were not guilty of genocide, but were kept bombing people. And uh, well, it's oh, interesting. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I tell you, you've got to watch um, Al Jazeera, is a fantastic station to it watch is. if you want to uh, get a good uh, handle on uh, <laughs> un, unbiased, uh, unbiased political reporting, uh, they just say the same things day after day, that people are getting killed and died as a result of Israel trying to find the hidden tunnels and um, wipe Hamas out. Yep. Uh, that go, uh, And I'm not taking sides, as I say, keep saying I have no skin in the game at all. Mm. Uh, now, it's embarrassing. You just watch it and they say the same things. They've been saying them for for a hundred days. And now, it's interesting that the American yeah, army is over in the Middle East. You know, it's you know, it's involved in Ukraine. It's involved in all these conflicts in the Middle East. You know, and yet there's an invasion happening at the U.S. border. Where's the U.S. army there? <laughs> and the the country is being invaded from the Sorry, south. I think that's going to change And the U.S. army is nowhere to be seen. Now. Um, now. So just just on that, just on uh, Al Jazeera, yeah. which is a good uh, I've watched show. That. It's good. However, I might be wrong here, so you you can tell me I'm wrong. Is that funded by Qatar, who the leader of Hamas lives in Qatar? Yeah, it is. It's out. It's it's broadcast so out. Would of you? Qatar. It's pro Muslim, obviously, and it's yeah, pro no, Palestinian. Pro Palestinian, okay. of course, it is. Mm. That's and. Uh, the other mainstream or the other oh, I cable the, the opposing side's got the mm-hmm. stuff. What's well, interesting at the moment because many left wingers are pro Palestinian, you know what I mean, and yet you know there is also a pro Zionist within many much right wing media in in the West, and also too there's a general, it's, there's a conflict at the moment going on within the left, you know, on this issue, which is obviously what the Ida Buttrose thing was about. You know, because uh, there are a lot of left-wingers who are like, hang on a minute, what's going on here? All mm. these women and children being bombed. Is this an appropriate reaction to what Hamas did, et cetera, et cetera? So, so we're just going to get on to Australia Day in a minute. We're just warming up to get on to the, uh, the, the, the absolute arrogance and cowardice of people running major sporting networks and being having the tail wagging the dog. It is... It is Thank God we are Australian, but it is cringeworthy to watch these people. Uh, watch these people. It is, but we'll get on to that in a minute. Uh, just, a couple, just a light-hearted thing. Um, so just speaking about the tennis, 
could you tell me what is the rationale? I know what you're going to say, but why can't you put up when Mr. Medvedev plays or the woman who's the leading Russian tennis player at the minute, number one, why can't you put up that they come from Russia? What, what is that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Russia is there. Whether, yeah. uh, whether you like or, it or not. If you yeah. had someone from Rwanda or Uganda or bloody where else, there's other strong Belarus. Belarus. You can't un, un, un-country someone because you don't like that country, Sam. You know That's what I mean? Just why, yeah, who are you? China or something? Well, <laughs> yeah, so we don't like China. We All the Chinese competitors suddenly no. can't, don't come from that, China. That is so small-minded that is just so petty i just wonder how long this goes on for is it next year is it the year after or is it until they have a until ukraine is wiped i don't know so uh, so then about the tennis so then you watch tell me why the televising network which is channel nine there's a man there that goes every day and he dresses in a jacket a yellow jacket and he has a stuffed uh, kangaroo Mm. and every time uh, there's a point one. He jumps up and shouts and waves the camera. Why would you put the camera on that man? That man is nothing but a just a, a parade, prop. just a parading man who wants to get his face on television. Uh, how could you do that? What sort of mentality would you have to jump up and do that? Bring the stuffed kangaroo <laughs> in the first place, dress up and jump up and shout every time there's a point, hoping. And you can see him looking at yeah. the monitor yeah. when he's on. Maybe. Maybe. He just yes. springs into action. <laughs> why, why that? So never blame the people who work for you. Blame yeah. the people who employ you. Why would you focus on that? Speaking of that... Because it annoys you, maybe. On what basis would you have to bring your baby oh. to the tennis oh. and knowing that it will... This when the baby starts crying... That's I'll, crazy. My it? one and only topic is just... Well, I'm go me. ahead. Go ahead. It's ridiculous. We, You watched the, the game last night between... I can't pronounce his name and uh, Djokovic. They had to wait to the... So there was toddlers, there was babies... The camera, actually, so this is a story too. So the cameraman, or the director, mm. obviously decided to put the mother and the baby as they're walking back down from down the stairs to the to her seat. Yep. It's so, so many times. So that happened last night. It happened a few nights ago. So there's... They're, they're not allowed to say, oh, no, sorry, ma'am, you can't come down here with your screaming baby or please keep your toddler uh, under control. But that's... It's crazy, isn't it? Like going to a restaurant and sit, uh, sitting next to a screaming kid mm. in a restaurant uh, that... Mm. Uh, but no one's going to say anything. Take, we'll just take the baby out. And you say, oh, because we have a baby, we should be able to go out. No, that's not right. If you go to a, a tennis match, you shouldn't be allowed to bring a baby in. Uh, that's, mm. that's, the, that's unfortunately how it works. Get someone yep. to mind it at home. Now, Babysitter. Speaking of the tennis, I can let the listeners know you went to the tennis... Yep, didn't you? I did. And you went to the game that Djokovic turned around and gestured to the crowd. Now, wasn't you that said to Djokovic, go and get vaccinated? I don't think it would be. No, it wouldn't be no. because <laughs> I was in absolute agreement, vehement agreement with him. Um, mm. We only got vaccinated because you couldn't, you couldn't step outside in this police state run by that moron of a man who's no that longer there. You couldn't, um, you, you couldn't function. Uh, because of uh, some law that was completely um, uh, unjust, uh, not unjust, I think it was against the law for the laws that he brought in. Anyhow, um, and I notice also, um, now there's a Chinese liquor company with uh, three, four uh, numbers on it uh, up in the back of the court. It's a 52% alcoholic content for that liquor. Yep. I didn't know, and there was a bit of a debate. Someone said that you're not allowed to advertise liquor on main mainstream television and then Mm. they said well you could if it's a naming rights sponsor and then they said well you can't you can allow it to the law is that people under 25 or under 24 are not to be exposed to uh, alcohol advertising except after 8 p.m and i said well does that mean during the day games they take the sign down of course they don't yeah. Uh, maybe it's completely legitimate that they can advertise uh, 52% alcoholic content for that Chinese liquor, which is plastered up at the back of the thing. Not trying to be a killjoy, but uh, is there uh, uh, maybe if they're a naming right, it doesn't matter. Fosters and Heineken can uh, yep. uh, sponsor the Grand Prix. I don't know. Someone said it was not allowed to happen 
uh, during the day uh, because it mm-hmm. was directly aimed at people who are under 24 because they go to the tennis. Might but you, be directly aimed, but it was indirectly aimed at mm-hmm. them because mm-hmm. they're part of the audience. Well, uh, laws for some and not the others. Maybe, maybe. maybe they like are absolutely lawful in doing what they do. There's the I'm Canadian not. Club Lounge and there's the Moet. I don't like the government getting involved in advertising. If people want to advertise their product, whether it be cigarettes or alcohol, I think you should let them. Cigarettes? uh, What, have the big... uh, Marlboro Man? The the Australian Open sponsored by Marlboro. The Marlboro Man. Well, lots of luck with that, Dick. Yeah, (laughs) That'll go over like a wrought iron hang glider. (laughs) Um, uh, So... so, uh, so Probably the Marlboro so woman or the Marlboro man. Now, please, I know you're going to take this the wrong way. So then, uh, the how, how cringeworthy can you get to show that you are woke and you are Citibank now? I think Citibank are, are advocating that we get wheelchair ball boys or girl, ball girls. Oh. They're going to tr- say they should trial wheelchair ball boys and ball girls to clear the balls off the court uh, where, the, where the able-bodied girls and boys rush across and clear it up with a minimum of uh, fuss and Quick. Uh, get out of the way. Yep. Uh, what is the point besides showing how feign your virtuosity? What is the point of that? And this is not a slight on people who are disabled mm. or in wheelchairs. Mm. Tell me how that would work. It, it would take the focus off the tennis. Uh, it would frustrate the players. It is a ridiculous, unworkable, distracting thing that would happen just in the name of mm. being diverse and equitable and inclusive, and we are all diverse, equitable, inclusive, but could you think of a more ridiculous thing to do? Wheelchair ball people clearing up the balls. Honestly, how do they come up with this stuff? The way and why? Destructive. The way destructive. The way Djokovic was um, gesturing to the ball kids, I swear, I wouldn't want to be in a, in a, in a wheelchair having to deal with him. Well, like, he's, pick this up. The whole idea the is kids to get in there quickly it. to pick the ball up and get out of the way. And I'm encouraging if you've got to wait for like 30 seconds for the guy to wheel in, pick up the ball, 30 reckon, seconds to wheel off the court. I reckon no, Jovic I mean, would wheel them over, grab, put the ball in their hand and wheel them back no, just to hurry uh, the point uh, up. Uh, 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 Ivan, we're not yes. making fun of the... No, we're not, no they we're want not the game win. to go fast. Oh, That's no, the thing. The illogicality of having someone in a wheelchair skirt out why would you why what is that necessary to do that we can be inclusive and diverse in a whole lot of other areas otherwise you couldn't think of a more unwieldy unworkable uh, project for someone to clear the balls away just so the players can get on with a second serve or whatever and just have to wait and they'll become the focus of the crowd the crowd will clap uh, it is it, uh, the problem is ideology yeah. We used to have a society based on meritocracy, which is why the most talented people would do that. What's the, that word? You what know is, what I mean? What's meritocracy? What's job on your merits. Oh, yeah. right. uh, well, let, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, uh, Tony's arrived. Um, Tony Sheen's arrived. Uh, let me. I'm glad you brought that up. So have a listen to this. Now, I'm glad, very glad you brought this up. Yeah, have a go at this. Right. Here's uh, victoria.gov.au. They, uh, the Department of Justice and Community Safety, under the auspices of the Victorian Government, have got an advertisement for for a um, a, a, a person to get this job in the uh, uh, Department of Justice and Community Safety. We embrace diversity, this is the government saying this, we embrace diversity and strive to have a workforce that reflects the community we serve. We are all about recruiting the best people regardless of gender, age, disability, religion, sexual orientation or cultural background. If you think you can do the job and would be a good fit for our department, we'd love to hear from you. The base salary starts off at $241,000 a year and uh, you get a three and a half uh, year tenure. So you can you got oh, the job for three and a half years. Three so quarters of a million. So so that's yeah. and you think well that's fantastic. Have yes. they given the job? What do you have to do? Hang on, hang on. All oh, right, sorry. So yeah. so it says sign us up. So it says 
We embrace diversity and strive to have a workforce that reflects. I've just said that. Now have a listen. This is the bottom. This is on the bottom of it. Yeah. Asterisks. Yeah. This is, you talk about meritocracy and they've just, it's an all-embracing ad for, you know, we want the best person for the job. This is a prioritised role for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples uh -huh. and will be given priority and consideration for the job. Now there's your, how, how, you couldn't make that stuff up. It's like doublespeak, isn't it, Sam? That is just good on them if you want, but don't say uh, apply because if you're not of Aboriginal or Torres mm. Strait, you won't be considered. Yep. Just say that. See, that's that, the ideology of diversity, equity and inclusion versus meritocracy. And it's weird because at the top it says it's a meritocracy and then at the bottom it's got the ideology of diversity which is DEI, or die, well, you know, die, some people pronounce so, uh, it. So Tony Sheehan has, <coughs> has, con has, has uh, condescended to come here. Oh, so nice. were you going to sit over there or are you coming here? Well, I didn't know I was going to be on air. So well, you, don't well, speak off here. You've so got to come, come over, over here, grab it, pull up a pew. I just said that we're not sure if you're coming in or not after the browbeating you gave me last week. <laughs> we, and, um, we waited for a while, but we thought, so no, so you, you wouldn't down, have slept in. Pull the microphone up in front of you. Pull the microphone up in front of you. Good morning, everybody. Morning, yeah. Tony. Uh, so how, how did you go last week after... Uh, uh, I, I don't know why uh, there was any controversy about that, because, mate, uh, you did something uh, some time ago. you got to own it. We asked you about it. You gave us your answer. You gave us your opinion on it. Nothing was there. No one died, did they? No, they did not. Right. Well, how did you go? Did the, everything all right at home, or did you hear from uh, your next of kin, or um, anything? Oh, I heard or? from a few people. But did anyway, you, what did they say? Well, they thought it was entertaining. They thought that uh, you had a bee in your bonnet, and that was um, hopefully that all animosity is dispersed as of uh, last week. Uh, Tony, if there was any animosity, you wouldn't be here. Uh, uh, I had a bee in my bonnet. Did you tell them how the conversation? I'm not going to. Well, go we're over not going over this, Sam. Did you tell me how the? Did you tell those people who obviously didn't listen how the conversation started? Yes, I initiated the conversation. Yes, you said I haven't heard from you for a while. I won't go with it, and I said you've been off the grid. For a long time. That's how it started. Correct. And I said, why were you off the grid? And then you gave a very, very, um, well, you gave your version of... Uh, we're not going over this, Sam. No, we're not. So, um, But off the grid, it sounds like he's in a commune. But other Maybe than, he was, we don't yeah, know. I was in Byron. Boots. Byron, oh, there you go. So other than that, Tony, and then people said you got very good on the second half, and uh, uh, so we've just read out some comments. They said you interrupt more than Don Scott used to. So we uh, slot right in. But we, we've said they, people said you were very good with uh, once we got the first segment out of the way. So there we are. So, uh, um, Well, to all those who wrote in, thank you very much. Uh, well, they do it on the social media. There's hundreds of them. I can't, we just read out a few... Few comments was is what we do, what we do, and um, we we, uh, Are we we haven't got on. We're going to seeing as we've gone this far, we're going to do the Australia Day stuff in the second part. So we'll just get out uh, get all the uh, peripheral stuff here. Now here's the thing, Tony, uh, everyone rather, um, they've done a study. Now tell me that the, the point of bringing this up is. Who, who thinks up this stuff like who thinks up wheelchair ball boys for tennis? Yeah. Uh, who thinks up this stuff? They've done a seven. Uh, they've done a study saying that seventy to eighty year old people uh, lose their sense. Who lose their sense of smell because you lose your sense of smell as you get on. Apparently, uh, that makes you walk slower. So, so, so no, I know you think I'm making this up. Yeah. So w w between seventy and eighty, they interviewed and did a survey on people who were 70, 80 who had lost their sense of smell so I presume they put perfumes or something under their noses and they couldn't detect them yep. from people who were under 70 and then they said and that was a factor that made them walk slower. Well I know when Why I'm would it matter if you walked slower if, if you were 70 or 80 and who the fuck would give that who would give money to an institution to do that as a study? <laughs> Well, that's a grant, isn't it? Sounds it? like the people who but study I, climate I change, know. right? I know. Walking so down cool. Burke Street, if I smell something, it's like, whoa, what? that smells all right, and then I walk a bit quicker. If I didn't have my sense of smell, then I wouldn't know. And Let me just get that straight, uh, Ivan. Uh, you walking down Burke Street and you smell something and you walk a bit quicker. Is that, is that a nice smell or is it a pungent smell or is it a woman with perfume or a man or a person with perfume or what makes you walk? Yeah, well, people. Could, it could even be a vagrant. 
No, I was thinking more um, food. Food. Yeah. Uh, garbage rotting. Uh, no, like nice food, like pies and sausage rolls and get things going. like that. How well, what you? did you think? Oh, do you think, okay, the other way, like there's a nice woman walking up I ahead, didn't so know I just do a double step. smelling the pheromones in the air <laughs> from her, that attra- or person rather, could just anyone, man, as long as you're standing erect and breathing, you're through to the semis without dropping a set. Uh, so uh, what do you think about it? Who would give money to do a study like that? What's the relevance of that study, Tone? Or well, maybe the Wheelchair Association. No, no listen. We're not making fun of people in wheelchairs at all. We are, did you weren't here though? Uh, Citibank, I think Citibank, one um, of the most powerful institutions on the planet. Citibank, yes, yes, they do that. That ad that just drives you mad, where the woman's going to buy a car and she said, "Oh, mm. I've got the keys to this car." And she says, "No way." Uh, anyhow, no way. Uh, so, uh, Citibank, I think it is, um, uh, thinking that uh, they should uh, train. Uh, wheelchair people to mm. clear the balls away at tennis matches. It, uh, can you think of anything more? What, what That's would clearly you, part What would of you do that for? And this is nothing, uh, not a slight on anyone who's in a wheelchair. That's part of diversity, equity, inclusion that we spoke about before in relation to... I uh, think that's a good idea, Tone. No, would you I like to go to the tennis and have the whole focus of the tennis on the people clearing the balls away rather than who is playing the game? Well, I think it would slow down the game. Exactly, and it would... Uh, well, that's the thing. The game is meant to be quick, isn't well, it? Well, th- that yeah. part of it's meant to be... Uh, you're not meant to notice that. They get yep. out of the way quickly, uh, honestly. It's like a housekeeping issue. Well, I don't even think um, Dylan Alcock would be able to do this. D- Dylan, I, Dylan Al- yeah, Alcott? Oh, yeah, true. Well, no, Alcott. I was just I was imitating Bill Brownless, who labelled him Dylan Alcock. Dylan Alcock? Billy. He did. Was was a, is that his name? Was a, was Alcott, as you said, yes. Alcott. Yeah, I thought his name was Alcott. Dylan Alcott. I'm sure Dylan Alcott would say he thinks that's a bit ridiculous. I w- I'm not sure that he would say that. But Well, I mean, Sam, honestly, as I'm Tony a, Jones said, Dylan Alcott can do almost anything. And uh, Dylan responded with, except walk. Oh. That, that, that's well, at least that's he t- ex- can take the piss out of himself. That's so, exactly right. Sam, have you at the tarmac? Um, I've wondered who would come in. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Have, have a look who's coming in. Yep, all right. Holy hey. shit. Uh, uh, all right, no, well, this now. Will be um, interesting. Um, uh, you, you won't right. believe who's just walked into the studio. Um, uh, Ricky Nixon. Uh, what do you, uh, sit down, come here, get that chair there. Where are you? Sit, bring that chair over here. Get that out of the way. Take that out of the way. Ricky, uh, how are you? Uh, hang on, That's just a minute. You better bring it round. You better oh. bring it round here. We've only got well, so Sam, many Sam, Ricky can sit in this seat and speak on this microphone. Why? Well, so I don't. Well, well, well <laughs> you've come in here. To, to you come over here, mate. Well, we'll un- share a microphone. Under different... No, stay there. All right, Ricky. Go over you there for a minute, Ivan. Go over there. Now, uh, last week... Uh, I have no idea why you're in here, Ricky, but last week, last week, yep. um, we had a chat to uh, Tony about uh, some of the uh, things he's been up to. I was inundated last week by people said you'd been arrested by the coppers, uh, you had, um, were in jail and you'd been handcuffed and you hadn't turned up to court. And I was only told this and they said, what's happened to your, in inverted commas, mate? And I said, I don't know, what are you talking about it? Um, Meanwhile, I was at the Flower Drum Chinese, having the best lunch of all time, having some great wines, enjoying myself, while the rest of the world just carries on like idiots. Over that matter? Over that matter. So I said to Tony last week that he was just a rung down from you. Yes. We're not going over this, Sam. <laughs> and you, took, you thought <laughs> I meant, meant that you were, like, um, you were elevated above him with all this nonsense and stupidity. I said you're a rung down. No <laughs> one could beat that man. No one could beat the chicken here. Toot, toot. No one could beat him here with the bullshit that he A, a speaks and B that pr- follows him around. Um, every time uh, there's anything in the paper, it's about you either not turning up at court, building a copper, punching an yeah. amusement. Where are we up to at this stage? Well, so far the building the copper, uh, that was dismissed after one joke of an interview. Mm-hmm. Secondly, last week uh, the police have been very good. They've 
apologise to what happened, but it wasn't their fault. It was the court's technical error. I see. The court, yeah. did, the court didn't bother to apologise. Uh, of course, I get the publicity over it all. But anyway, picked up 10 speaking gigs, so I'm happy. That works. Yeah, works every time. Well, not all for me, but for some other people, and some for me. Sam, there might be a follow-up question to that, uh, Ricky. Go yeah. ahead, Go Tony. ahead, Tony. Yeah, I'd like to see Jeez, you. I can't. I'm the looking forward to this. The partner of this, this, uh, this, firm. Uh, yeah, this the firm. Uh, collaboration here, the Nixon-Sheehan uh, collaboration. Yeah, have a chat. Don't expose anything. Have a chat. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ricky, are there any uh, legal proceedings following that clerical error from the courts? As in, will I be doing any? Yes. Uh, let's just wait and see what happens the next couple of weeks. Well, elaborate. Well, we'll just wait and see what happens the next couple of weeks. Have you spoken to a lawyer? I speak to my lawyer twenty-five times a day. Was that matter discussed? Uh, it's been discussed. Are you uh, seeking financial? Recompense. Recompense. Uh, I think there's two words you use when it comes to this sort of thing. Starts with no, finishes in comment. Work it out, Tony. As Jack Little said, no comment. No uh, comment. Remember him, World Championship Wrestling? No. How about that? No comment. Uh, so what, you're thinking of suing the coppers, are eh? you? Or the, no, or no, the, no, or the no, courts? No. You're not, not. I'm not thinking of anything. Other than it has no, The only thing I'm obvious. thinking about is both things haven't gone to court yet. No, they no. haven't gone to court yet, so the media can talk to not. me when they do go to court. And well, if they don't go to, to if they don't go to court, you got no need to speak to me. And so why you, why are you here? Because uh, I've got to go to court, and I need someone to give me a ride. I thought you were available. Well, well, I, I can I can assist you just as soon as the no. Podcast. I'm here to see once you finished with Tony Sheen. I'm here to see him about another matter involving something we're doing at six o'clock tonight. Sam. Tony Shee, you're here to see him about... When he finishes his, his talent on here and, you know, the rest of the team wants to get on here anyway, so I'm happy uh, to what, move on. What, what are you seeing Tony Sheen about at six o'clock tonight? No, I'm not seeing him. As, well, I am seeing him at six, well, but I'm seeing him about you're involved to do with yeah, it. Exactly. What, what is that? Do you want me to disclose it? Well, uh, Pointner's coming in here and saying we're having a meeting with Tony, who I didn't know was coming to a meeting that I was going to. Uh, well, I'm I, very happy that he is. What meeting are we talking about? We're talking about something that I'm putting together that's very opposite of everything else in Australia when it comes to media and com and comment on stuff. Mm -hmm. It will be a show featuring some of the outlandish boys in Australia um, commenting and uh, being involved in discussions and debating various topics. Something you don't see on Fox Sports, Channel 7, uh, SEN, radio, etc., etc. I see. So Point I'm coming along to this meeting and now the, are you just telling me what this meeting's about? You're telling well, me. I don't like giving you too much information, no. Sam. Before and and uh, Young Tone is coming along and is going to be part of it, is he, or what? He could be, could be part of it on the off-field side. And what are we... Because he's very, he's the very good. Has, the doc has texted oh. me. Here we go. So Larkins or Fordham? Hang on. <laughs> Hang on here. Just a minute. I'm just... The doc has texted and he said, you want me to call in at 9.30? Well, it's 9.34. 9 yeah. ab, ab, I'm going to say absolutely, absolutely. Now. Uh, so, so here we go. So let's just wait for this. Uh, we got everything set up for he rings in. So we're just waiting for the doctor to ring in. I thought he'd given him the flick. So, so you're we're having a meeting while we're waiting for the doctor. Is this is this a new thing? show? Is it or yes, which involves uh, yeah. people who are not in the media anymore. That sounds like a very good idea. So it could be someone and what's like the show about a Wayne Carey. It could be someone like yes. a Dane Swan. It could be someone like I won't and mention other names. What's the show about? It's about the fizz. About the fizz. The fizz. It's called the fizz. It is Fizzy. At the moment, it's called the fizz. At the moment. And, and so I'm just learning this uh, as... Yeah. I'm learning this live. Correct. I don't mind even have to go to the meeting. Yeah. So you're asking me and Wayne Carey? Yes. And, and Dane, Dane Swan? Swan? Yep. And Young Tone here? Yes. Uh, to come along to a meeting tonight to explore the possibility of doing something called the fizz. A new show which will be streamed and podcast which will discuss the biggest topics in football slash any news could be about Australia Day, but it will debate across the show. But there's other, other things that I've seen overseas that are very successful that I'm going to bring to the table tonight, but I'm not going to discuss them on here. 
Fair it enough. Said, it says the doc. The doc said he was going to ring in. I said, right, ring now. Well, he's probably trying to find a room. <laughs> a room? A room. <laughs> 9.35. Oh, uh, want well, me to call in? An, absolutely. Oh, no, he said call in at 9.35. So all right, all right. I'll, t- I'll take that on advisement. It's 9.34, so stand by. Stand by. Um, so he'll be intrigued to know that you're here, Ricky, and oh, you're right. here, uh, Tone. And, of course... Um, uh, the Muff Man, he likes the Muff Man, and Ivan, uh, you've become part of the family. There you go up and have Christmas lunch oh, with him and go to his studio. Here he is! Now, see if you can put him to Make air. that work, you've Ivan. You've got to put the earphones on. Earphone now, time. Come on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Come on, just a minute. Oh, you can do it. I'll let you can going. you hear us? Hello, hello, hello. Uh, Doc, oh, what to, hang on now, we've got to put these things on. Uh, Doc, we uh, had hello. A, can you hear me? Good morning. Yes, I can, mate. How are you? Oh, Doc, we, we I, I, I stu- stupidly said you'd given us the flick. I hadn't heard from you. You didn't reply to my text, and I said it was fantastic what? having the Doc ring in. And bugger me, Dad, you've rung in. Oh, That's so what? You you threw me under the bus, did no, you? No, <laughs> I said you've obviously. I texted you last week and said thousands of people are waiting for you. Are you coming on? Nothing. Never. Oh, I, where is, was that? This oh, is yeah. what I heard. Well, I was on bloody holidays. I, I was on holidays. Well, what? So you, you, your fingers have broken, have you? You couldn't text back, say not this week, <laughs> mate. I was having a digital detox. So I've just been trying to stay away from my phone. And Sam, I get lots of text messages. You know what I mean? So, well, I'm how not, else would I'm I not, contact you? Yeah, that's a good point. That's Korea a good pizza. point. I don't know how else you were supposed to do it. But um, no, I was just looking and thinking, hang on, Wednesday, I better jump on the line and see what's happening oh, with the podcast. Well, so, I'll um, tell you who's in attendance here. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Tony Sheehan. Uh, he is. Oh, whoa! Uh, Tony Sheehan Tony is coming Sheehan. fresh off uh, the rampage up in Sydney a couple of years ago. Ricky Nixon just walked in. We've asked him who's he belted any coppers or he's been to court. He's got 42 court dates that he hasn't turned up to. He's, he's explained that. We've got the... Well, mother- he, he, seem, he seems to be owed an apology, I gather, Ricky Nixon, because no, so. they got, were suggesting several, that... I've already had several. Very good. In fact, you, You've got them here. They were suggesting that you were some kind of villain and you Correct. hadn't fronted up to court, but yep. they were wrong and you were right for once. Yes, well, it looks like that's going to be the future too, going forward. Now, Beautiful. Doc, it's been... Now, hey, you haven't begged me for a couple of weeks, Doc. What's going on? Now, hang on a moment. Weren't you guys in a fist fight a little while ago? Oh, no, it was just a little friendly love slap. Uh, the answer to that is yes. I've just come from a boxing conference, which if you don't mind, yeah. Sam, I'll just say what happened in 10 seconds. What? But it's just been announced that I've helped put together the biggest boxing night ever. It's going to be in Adelaide the night before the gather-round in April this year, April the 3rd. Dane Swan will be fighting Daisy Thomas. Kane Corns will be fighting Nathan Brown. Mitch Robinson will be fighting Kane Pettifer. And Anthony Rocker will be fighting Corey McKernan. Holy. All right, Ricky. Ricky, can you answer this for me, right? On average, right, we're not going to breach any confidentiality or anything. On average, what does a player earn for jumping in the ring? Uh... Well, that's for their, their manager to know and you to find out, Doc. <laughs> on average. Oh, Give me an average. The, these fights are anywhere from 20,000 plus up to sort of 50,000, 60,000. Just depends on the person. Mm. Yeah. I, I, Doc, how about this for an idea? Why doesn't Ricky fight Tony? Because <laughs> Interesting. Because well, I don't want to waste I, three seconds of my life, Sam. Simple yeah, and also... I don't have the I don't have the whiteboard to kind of go through the various relationships involving people associated with Sam Newman and the You Cannot Be Serious podcast. But all I know is that some months ago, the two of you, uh, Ricky Nixon and Sam Newman, were at some function for a cricket club, and there was a dispute over cash payments. Yes. And- and a, a physical altercation. Now, have you addressed this on the podcast, Ricky? I, on the well, podcast? Same, right? My word, I have. Because I was maligned unfairly by Mr. Oh, Nixon. There we go. <laughs> well, I was. Well, let me ask, let well, me can, ask hey, a Doc, couple though, of questions. Could I just throw this in? I proposed to the promoters and the South Australian government that uh, perhaps Sam and I could get in the ring. But there was mm. this one thing that killed us. Anyone over 50 isn't allowed in the ring. So that's just about oh. How extraordinarily humorous, Nicky. <laughs> what a low blow. Ricky so, so, Ricky, tell me, when, when you fronted up against Sam, when, when you, two of you were toe-to-toe out the back of the, the cricket club, yeah. how scared were you? 
Uh, I don't think I've ever been scared in my life, to be honest. So that wasn't one of the occasions. Well, if you never who won been, the fight? Uh, oh, Sam, hands down. Yeah. No, no, Doc, Doc, it wasn't it's a fight, it was a reflex action to a uh, proposed headbutt that Ricky proposed was about to, butt. a proposed headbutt uh, that he was about to lay on me, it was a reflex action and we've discussed mm. this, we've discussed it on the podcast yeah. and Fiona Byrne wrote it up, how she got the story, I don't know, I reckon Ricky leaked it to her and... Um, uh, and, but uh, but look at the very fact that Tony said Tony said there's animosity between he and I. He's here. R- animosity yeah. between Ricky and I. We've Everyone's had a fight friends. With him. He's here. Everyone's I don't know how friends. much. Doc Fordham is here. Do, uh, uh, sorry. I, I can't. I can't uh, remember the the Tony Sheehan drama. Oh, like I why? Oh, what, 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 what's the problem would you like, there? Like, would I, you like a quick recap? <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, can can Tony give us a recap? Oh, I mean, Tony, who no. does? Give us your side, Tony. Ben, I'll shoot you a text after the show. <laughs> okay, ben, but I'll give it to who you. Who do you, Tony? Let me just ask you this: if if there was someone out of the two of the people who are sitting there right now, Ricky and Sam, if you had to be stuck on a desert island with one of them, who would it be? <laughs> Neither. <laughs> oh God! The desert. The desert. Would you like a quick recap of what we spoke about last week? Uh, Rick, mm. uh, 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 just very quickly. Sam, we're not going over this. Cliff oh, notes. Well, the ben knows the story. He's the best newsbreaker in Sydney. Is he? Yeah. Tony had had some still knocks and it reacted. Sam, with, right, Sam, going on with it, right? And, oh. and he, he borrowed a Sam. Shut up. Okay, right. Okay. Verboten. Verboten. So, so Doc, we haven't got onto this because we were going to do this in the second segment. Can you believe? the sycophantic pariahs mm. that have turned their back on Australia Day. Mm. I know someone told me you had on... Did you have on Mr Cummins? No, I had uh, oh. Nick Hockley, the boss oh, of Cricket yes, Australia, I, I on the show. Yes. And um, we had a very animated conversation. Fantastic. Um, and, and you know what? He didn't even want to say. I said to him, my first question was, what day is it on Friday? And you could just hear <laughs> there was this pause. Yeah. And he's thinking, oh, and, and he didn't want to say it. And then eventually he said, Australia Day. I said, well, mate, it's not that hard, you see. If you can say it, why can't your organisation? And then I had the boss of Woolworths on this morning, Brad Banducci, because he's copying at Deluxe as well, because Woolies isn't selling any of the Australia Day merchandise. But mm-hmm. I just think there's a lesson for big corporates in this. I mean, there's a few lessons. First of all, butt out and stay out of our lives and telling us what to think and what to say and how to behave. But also, when you've pulled the wrong chain, like the Woolies boss when he was on this morning, who I believe to be a very reasonable bloke, Brad Banducci, who does a lot for the community and charity, I know that because I'm associated with a charity that he also helps too. But why wouldn't you just go on radio and go, you know what, we've learned our lesson from this. We're, we haven't been making money off the Australian Day merchandise for the last couple of years, but based on the noise from all of the Aussies who've been speaking up this week, we're clearly going to make some more next year. We're going to have it stocked for 2025. Sorry for the stuff up in 2024. Why not just own it, apologise and move on? Instead, as I said to Brad Banducci this morning, the boss of Woolworths, mate, you know, this problem will come back next year. We'll be talking about the same thing. So he said that Woolworths is a very proud Australian company. Uh, what, what a what a oxymoron! How can you be a proud Australian company and not sell the merchandise exactly. and rip millions off uh, the public who buy their products? When did it become criminal to like celebrate our country? You know. Yeah. So so then it's it- a very it's a very strange place that we find ourselves in, mm. and I I think that you, you can't try and convince the mob of something when the mob has made up its mind. And the mob has made up its mind on these things. It's going to be harder now to change some of these things like Australia Day off the back of the voice going down last year because Aussies have now got experience, lived experience about standing up for themselves, uh, not eating the the shit that they've been fed and having a win at the end of the argument. So that's why on things like Australia Day and whatever, they'll be thinking, no, we're not going to buckle here, we're going to fight back. Why, don't, exactly. why can't we do this? Why, why can't Australia Day be about tomorrow? Why does it have to be about something in 1770? Australia Day should be about celebrating everybody in this country, everybody, banding together and showing why we are the best country in the world and every other country is divided. Have a look at the wars going on in every other country. It is the best country in the world too. So why can't we talk about tomorrow and forget about yesterday? 
Sam, well, why don't we, sorry, why don't we ask the, the people? Tone, this man is no, you go, Tony. You, you go, Tony. <laughs> um, ben, I would love to know your thoughts on Pat Cummins' comments. Oh well, look, he's got a strong opinion that he thinks that there could be a better day for Australia Day. And to be honest with you, I'm sick of starting every year with this reoccurring nightmare as well. And I don't care what day it's on, as long as we have a day. It would make more sense to me to have it on the last Friday of January every year to guarantee it's a long weekend. However, that is the date. It is January 26. If it changes to another date, I'll celebrate Australia Day on that date. So what's... But right now, in 2024, it's on January 26. So that's the date we celebrate it. I thought Pat Cummins was pretty good in that he didn't shy away from it. He just said, look, I love Australia. It's the greatest country on earth. But I do think there could be a more appropriate day to celebrate Australia Day and we'd celebrate it on that day. At least he was owning his opinion, unlike Nick Hockley, the boss of Cricket Australia, who, when he was put on the spot yesterday, didn't know whether he was Arthur or Martha. So, Doc, if you consider that uh, Governor Phillip or Captain Cook or whoever you like to think came here and uh, inhabited the country, Settlement Day, if you, think that's, if you think that was January the 26th, what is the relevance of having Australia Day on any other day? That is the most relevant day to have it, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, look, there's... there's Wouldn't matter there, what there, day there, you have, everyone, they'll still no, be the well, naysayers. I mean, there's also an element of yeah. like historical revisionism in, where they like want to rewrite history, where they want to change things. And this was in like 1984, where, you know, like in this kind of future dystopia where they would alter history. And I think there's something disturbing like that going on with this. Doc? The other thing, too, is that when we change the date, or if we change the date, do you reckon the protests are going to stop? That's what Not I say on your life. They'll happen anyway, exactly. whether it's January 28, January 1, January 26. So what's the point and of look, changing I'm, it? I'm growing increasingly frustrated about starting every single year with the same discussion and maybe that's something that I confront more than others because that's my job. I'm a radio host and, and my job is to reflect what people are talking about at the start of each year. But boy, it's like deja vu every single friggin' year. So the tennis down here, they're not going to uh, recognise Australia Day on Friday. Usually uh, there's fireworks and the tennis stops for five minutes while the noise uh, subsides. Uh, but the Melbourne City Council, they're having on Australia Day, they're not having any celebrations, but they're having a, an Australia Day Pride Day. They're having an Australian Open All Abilities Day and they're having an Open Grand Slam LBGTQ Day. Uh, no mention of Australia Day, no celebration, but all the other peripheral uh, agendas that the, uh, the minority in this community push. Would, could someone take the country back and, uh, and ask people to be realistic about the people and, who and, live and, in it? And do you know what? If you want to save yourself all the controversy and the backlash and all of the drama, you just say to your stakeholders and your customers and your partners, look, we run a tennis competition. Our focus is having the best players in the world here and playing the best tennis. That's what we do. If you're Woolworths, you're better off saying, hey, listen, we're the fresh food people, right? That's our brief. That's what we do. We're all about getting the best food into our supermarket and servicing our customers. I think corporates going forward are going to learn the lesson from the voice referendum and just say to anyone who's trying to get them to come in on some political campaign and try and change the world, just to say, hey, listen, we've got your back, we give you a pat on the back, we give you full support and whatever, but we aren't getting involved because this is not our business. If you're a radio host, focus on your radio show if it's supermarkets, focus on food. If it's tennis, focus on tennis and leave the rest to other people. So the test match is not going to, in Brisbane, is not going to recognise Australia Day, but they're going to have at the start of it a welcome to country ceremony. Who, who, who is running the whole thing? How to piss people off having a tired and irrelevant ceremony to welcome people to a country you don't need to welcome to and not recognising Australia Day on the actual test day? Well, think about this. If we have been acknowledging, as we have been, the traditional owners and the, the leaders past, present and emerging every 15 minutes whenever there's one of these recognitions or ceremonies, why is it then that we're not allowed to celebrate Australia Day on Australia Day? Exactly. I mean, I would have thought exactly. 
if you're spending all of that time acknowledging all of the people, past, present and emerging, and respecting people uh, who have been here for 65,000 years, surely part of that transaction, if I can put it so crudely, should be, well, on the other side of the coin, yeah, go for your life. Celebrate Australia Day on January 26th. It seems to be a one-way street. So why can't, why can't people just say that? What, what is the... Because we, the we have leaders who... Per, per, we have per, leaders, Sam, who are pissed weak. And you can nah. see in other parts of the world... It's ideology. Uh, ...where we do have the odd rogue president or prime minister who steps up and says, you know what, I'm not woke, I'm not politically correct, I'm not going to fall for all of this stuff. They are out there, so they do exist, but we just don't have them here at the moment. The new leader of uh, Argentina, for example, just went to Davos. Correct. And, uh, delivered a blistering attack upon the all this. It, it's ideology is what we're dealing with. And the problem with ideology is it affects not only um, politicians, but it affects the corporate world. And I think a lot of corporates go along with it. And it all comes from this, this thing, which is a, an ideology called diversity, equity and inclusion, which is all about celebrating every, you know, kind of difference in a way, but not celebrating um, essentially uh, something like Australia Day. Uh, All these actors, Doc, are white as the driven snow and are falling over their dishonesty to portray their feigned virtuosity. It is so cringeworthy and it's so obvious. Mm. Uh, We've also got... Pandering. We were just talking about the, uh, the the bloke now running Argentina, but of course you've also got Trump who's on the march again well, in back. the United States. Uh, new Hampshire is the new battleground. He's going to win that one as well. And now it's a two-horse race, Donald Trump and Nikki Haley. So in other words, it's a one-horse race. It'll be Donald Trump up against Joe Biden. And I don't know. I can't see Joe Biden hanging in there. I think Trump is going to do it again. I think he's going to recreate history. What's the feeling there on the panel? I agree. Hundred percent. He's Trump's already in. Yeah, I agree. It'd be good if he wasn't so cocky. If yeah. he just said, uh, yeah, "Well, I'm hoping to uh, be the president and uh, look like like your support." <laughs> Honestly, uh, just uh, have some, um, just have some presence of mind, not to uh, piss people off completely. <laughs> and uh, Sam, just one other one before I leave. Did you, you know guys I got a number plate? I got a, I, I got a number plate from uh, Vic Rhodes here, and it's got on it. It's on my car at the minute. It's got M A G A forty seven, MAGA forty seven. Man. <laughs> Beautiful. Please well, explain. Vic Rhodes will I'll probably cancel you. you. It. No, I'll send you a picture of it. Just don't park now, it. Sam, can I, don't park it in Brunswick Street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just want to ask one quick one before I uh, say goodbye. Sam, are you still in love? Oh. In love? Well, his wife would just yeah, leave. The world. She was just here. She just left. She went to the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure because I hadn't heard Sue Stanley OAM. Right. Oh, Confirm. She's Stanley, here. Uh, She's there's, here. There's She's five here. people uh, occupying yeah. four microphones. She uh, had a uh, something to attend to. She's arrived. And I'm, she's gone. I don't know where she is, but uh, she is here. Uh, the person um, that um, I'm associated with as far as the podcast goes. And, uh, mm. Yeah, no, associated with, just on a uh, professional basis. Right. Nothing, uh, nothing, uh, nothing else. Uh, Good to know that love, professionally speaking, is still in the air. Hey, lovely, you, lovely news. Ben, before you go, now that we know that Kyle mm. and Jackie O are coming to Melbourne, any thoughts of you and 2GB uh, entering the Melbourne airspace? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't think so. Mm. I think, well, look, when you consider, and this is something I should just point out, when radio ratings and things like that are mentioned, people will often say, oh, you know, someone's the most successful radio host or radio team in Australian history, whether it's AM or FM or Sydney or Melbourne. But just for the record, the most successful radio program in Australian history is the 3AW Breakfast Show. Uh, It's been number one forever. It rates up in the 20s a lot of the time. So there's no way in the world you'd ever replace that on 3AW. And let's face it, if you're in Melbourne, you want to wake up and find out from someone in Melbourne about what's going on in Melbourne. And same goes in Sydney. So music stations are a little bit different because they're not really talking about politics and stuff that's going on in that city so no no thought of me coming into melbourne and i'd stick with the 3aw breakfast show because they've been number one forever finally is there any thought doc of you reigniting your uh, your your push to get don to speak to you or us or come back you were given a task i got a feeling Mm. you failed i don't know i don't want to say you're a failure uh, because you're a very persuasive (laughs) man but i got a feeling uh, it's a tough i I got a feeling you fucked that up well 
I'm just having a look at my my vision board for 2024, <laughs> and there is a photo of a Don Scott on the vision board. So oh, wow. you can be assured that as I ask the universe to try and uh, reward me for all of my saintly work that I do throughout the year, that my wish will finally come true in 2024, and Don Scott will return to the You Cannot Be Serious podcast. Holy Christ. Uh, uh, bom- <laughs> Bombora Jones, Percy Jones, or, or Pipeline Percy, uh, he sent me a photograph uh, of uh, R- Roger Rogerson, which looked extraordinarily like Don, and uh, he was wondering if it was Don, uh, the late Roger. Ro- Roger the Dodger. Roger the Dodger. Um, uh, Bombora Jones, he's, a, he's an ex-Carlton coach and footballer, and he... he catches the big surf down at Torquay. Yeah, Roger the Dodger is dead. He's one of our notorious crime figures in Sydney. He was a, a corrupt copper and also a bloke who got involved in in murder and all sorts of other stuff. And uh, when he was an older man and everyone thought that he'd given up on his old ways, he uh, went into a storage unit uh, with two other people. So three men walked into the storage unit and only two walked out. And uh, Roger the Dodger was one of those who walked out. A drug dealer by the name of Jamie Gow uh, left there in a, I think, a surfboard cover and was later dumped out at sea. And so that's why Roger was put back behind bars and that's where he passed away. He was in jail when he passed away last week. So, so he didn't dodge one that one. of our no. colourful Sydney identities, and you're right, he couldn't dodge that one and none of us can. Doc? Uh, you've restored our faith in you. I thought I'd given you away, to be honest. And uh, no, no, I hadn't heard from you. But what a delight that you've come back on. Uh, people just clamber to uh, wonder. Lovely you, uh, to talk to you, boys. And we'll catch up in a couple of weeks. On your good doc. on you, mate. Good good on you. Talk to you soon. Right. Ciao. Right, oh, now uh, without any further, we're just winding this up. We've gone far too long. We, the average person, uh, Ivan, what are you doing? Yep, turn He's it off. fiddling with his knob. The average person has only a, an attention span of 45 minutes. We've gone over an hour, so that's really? it. I'm open around the streets late at night. I'm worried because...